0: Welcome back to White Hot Glory, the podcast where you can come to learn how to be white hot for God's glory in these cold, dark, end days. Today we will be on the topic of truth and bitterness and how bitterness can take root in our hearts and cause us to lie. Why? And it, it says in the Bible, in Ephesians 4.26, In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. And When I was in my addiction, when I was in the midst of my sin, I, I would get mad and, and I would let that anger fester. And I would go to sleep mad and wake up mad. And um, it would cause me to sin throughout the rest of the day and for a long time i held on to bitterness and it, it didn't do me any good bitterness can turn into hate and bitterness and anger when it is not dealt with um when forgiveness is not had or given anger and bitterness just perpetuates the cycle of sin and and that's what satan wants satan wants us to hang on to anger hang on to bitterness and turn them into further sin and I wish I had known that a long time ago, but I didn't. Um, But I do now, and that is why I am doing this podcast today. So uh, when we return, we'll get into it a little bit. Um, I would like to say a special good morning to my new listeners in Slovakia. It's actually um, known as the, the Republic of Slovakia. And I was looking at your capital, and it's just gorgeous, Bratislava. Beautiful, beautiful architecture, and the water is so clear and and clean and beautiful. Um, you guys must just have these amazing views in the fall and in the winter time. So, if you are one of my listeners in Slovakia, please um, send me an email, and I, I'd love to know a little bit more about your culture because I'm I'm just now hearing about it and seeing it for the first time it's it's kind of sad to me how how much of a bubble that we have been taught to live in in the United States um especially where i grew up in orange county california it's it's almost like we were taught that um the united states is really all there is and i think that's what's perpetuated this cycle of selfishness here um, and it, it, that's a dangerous, dangerous cycle to perpetuate, especially since we all share the globe. Um, anyway, so I'm getting off topic. I I apologize, but good morning to Slovakia and God bless you guys out there. You're so far away. And actually my, my very very good good one of my best friends uh her name is Brienne as well is just south of you um in Hungary right now so uh, that reminds me to give her a call today so god bless you guys and and have a wonderful day we'll return in just a few moments Welcome back, my white-hot Glorians. Okay. So, the reason that we're on the topic of anger and bitterness and lying today is because um, we had our our first day of the trial yesterday. And we had technical difficulties, and it was just kind of like a day of, of being on standby. and I mean, that's never fun, but you have to be flexible, especially as a Christian, you have to be able to roll with the punches. And, and that was another thing that I did not know how to do when I was in my my sinful days of, of just a few years back. I, I couldn't handle the punches. You could not knock me over with a feather. I would just freak out and give up. Uh, almost anything and so yesterday I was just thanking God for the changes that he's brought about in my life because I would have just been sitting there and been super nervous but I actually had a, a really good morning up until the time we actually got to to get going on the trial and um I would like to thank those of you who have been praying for me and who have been supporting me and encouraging me up to this point. Um, The judge, we got a new judge. As some of you know, it's been a new judge every single time we've gone before the courts. And so that was really disheartening because I didn't feel like I had gotten a, a fair hearing any time it was just like they were just brushing me off and pushing me along and, and didn't hear me um but yesterday our new judge I felt like he was very patient and like he was fair and um what you would hope to have in a judge somebody who who listened um And I was just very, very grateful because for the first time I felt like somebody was actually taking this situation as seriously as it is, um, because of what is at stake. And I I don't want to go into any further details, but, um, there are our lives in the balance here and... I've just been praying and praying and praying for the Lord to have his way and for the Lord to to make good out of this and for the Lord to help me just deal with everything as it comes and he's been very, very faithful to give me peace. But um, yesterday, the opposing parties appeared and you could just... You could hear the bitterness and the anger and the um the the harshness in their voice, and it made me sad because I used to feel just like that and and i I didn't know how to deal with it in a healthy way and so it just perpetuated ugliness in my life and other people's lives around me and um the other party was lying and i just wanted to to stop the whole thing and just sit down and and talk to them and and say you know why why are you being like this why are you doing this why are you saying these things but I couldn't because it's a formal trial and um, I mean I'm not all up on the protocol but I don't think it's uh, looked upon as as good to stop things and, and actually sit down and have a heart to heart so anyway after the whole thing was over I was just like, Lord, you heard those lies and, um, I I can't do anything about it. I guess I can, I can take it all the way through and try and, and prove what's really going on, what's really been going on, but it's really up to God. Um, he can hide things and he can reveal things as he sees fit. So I was reading um, Jeremiah chapter 9, verse 7 this morning, and it says, Therefore, this is what the Lord Almighty says. See, I will refine them and test them, for what else can I do because of the sin of my people? Their tongue is a deadly arrow. It speaks with deceit. When his mouth each speaks cordially to his neighbor, but in his heart he sets a trap for him should i not punish them for this declares the lord so basically broken down is i i'm being tested and yesterday my devotion was about it was it was so good and so fitting it was about how um people will say things against you and, as a Christian, you're just called to respond in in calmness and love and understanding and and because of what god's Word says because of the work that Jesus has done in my heart, I'm able to do that yesterday. I mean, gosh, the old me would have probably jumped right back down their throat, the opposing party's throat and um but now. I can look at it from an, almost like an outsider's perspective. I know that the other party has, has past hurts and, um, obviously has not learned how to work through that or forgive or, um, rein in their emotions yet. And And it took me a long time to figure out how to do that. So I have to look at it that way. I have to understand that, you know, there's hurt that they haven't worked through yet. And, and there is hurt on my side too, especially like right now there's hurt because they're still lying and, um, still trying to hurt me throughout every day. And, um, but it's, it's bitterness and anger driven. And I cannot do anything about that except for, um, handle it as, biblically as I can today and as it comes um Christians are not just called to roll with the punches, but we're called to turn the other cheek. And of course, I'm not just gonna sit in the trial and um, not ever bring up proof that they are lying about the things that they're they're lying about. But I'm gonna sit there and I'm going to just stay silent until it's my turn to speak and um and and hope and pray that the Lord will show the judge that. You know, there are inconsistencies and discrepancies and um, really unhealthy things going on on the other side right now. So, it's really all in the Lord's hands and everything is. And and gosh, it's so much better to just know that... Excuse me, it's very early still, um, it's, it's best to leave things in the Lord's hands and to just trust that He is going to take care of it all. It, it, it's very freeing and very calming and very peaceful to trust the creator of the universe. He created the universe. He created me. He created the opposing party. He created the judge. He created the bailiff. He created all things. And so... It's up to him how this whole thing pans out. Um, So, here we go. We're going to get into verses about bitterness. Um, Colossians 3.13 says, Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And, like I said earlier when when there's unforgiveness in in our hearts or when there's bitterness that has taken root, it just perpetuates the sin and If you want to get rid of bitterness and you want to get rid of anger, you must forgive and and that's something that can be really hard to do i mean sometimes there's years and years of of um frustration and and hurt and patterns that sometimes people don't want to give up that anger and they don't want to give up that bitterness because they feel like they're entitled to it and and of course you are but it doesn't do any good i'm on uh what christians want to com, and and it says about bitterness that there are believers who think they don't need to forgive if they don't feel like it The problem is that keeping angst in your heart towards others tends to lead down the road of bitterness eventually. The Lord instructed his people to forgive, not only when they feel like it, but out of obedience to him. We forgive as we have been forgiven immediately. Forgiveness doesn't remove the consequences, but it frees us from the burden of bitterness. (sighs) So sorry, excuse me. It also says there's only one way to deal with bitterness. Get rid of it like you get rid of smelly garbage. Retaining bitterness has the same effect as smelly garbage to a home. It infiltrates every area of your life. As with garbage, you may become so accustomed to the smell that you may not even know it exists. However, anyone who visits will know it confess and repent of the bitterness in your heart so that the Lord can bring you to a better place of knowing Him. And, man, is that true. I've I've seen bitterness in people. And, and what do we say about bitter people? They have a chip on their shoulder, right? And And the people that are bitter don't even realize that they have a chip on their shoulder. They just walk around with it and live their life every day with this chip on their shoulder. And they can't see it, but everybody else sure can. And that I love this smelly garbage uh, metaphor, because it's so true. When you walk into somebody's house who has, you know, a lot of dogs, you can smell it. And the people who live there have, you know, no idea really. Um, Or it's like that nose blind Febreze commercial out here. There's a commercial for a room freshener for those of you who don't listen in the United States for my, my international listeners. Um, they have a a spray, a room perfume and, and it, it helped. Oh gosh, the commercial shows uh, a teenage boy, and it has the room has dirty socks all over the room, and the mom walks in and smells nothing but these dirty socks. But the teenage boy doesn't smell anything because that's his room and that's what he smells all the time. And so the mom walks in and uh, t- takes out the laundry and then sprays the room with this. Uh, room perfume spray and then everything smells better and and that's what it is like when we forgive people we you know clear out the trash or the dirty socks and then go back in and then the forgiveness is like the room spray it it freshens it up it cleans things out and then you just want to take a big breath and you feel better you know (sighs) after it's all done and that's what it's like for forgiveness. And um, sometimes I've had to forgive the, the other party on a daily basis because of what they're doing and what they're saying. And and I have to just keep bringing it back to God and saying, God, please give me the peace that I need to handle this. And please give me the um, understanding and, and your eyes and your heart for these people so that, I don't sin against them because it's actually sinning against God. When you, when you wish ill on other people, when you ha- have hate in your heart for other people, when you harbor unforgiveness and bitterness in your heart, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. For other people, it, it's actually harboring resentment and unforgiveness and anger and hate toward God's creation because God created those people. So, let's go to some Bible verses about telling the truth. Because, you know, every time the the other party has lied throughout this process, um, the, the thing about lies is, God hates lies, um... And, and he always brings things to light eventually. Sometimes he'll let us get away with things for years and years. Goodness, I need some more coffee this morning. I'm sorry, you guys. <clears throat> but let's go through some verses about how important it is to tell the truth. And, and this is why the truth is important versus my truth. Um, the world tells you to, to tell your truth. But your truth might not be accurate. Your truth could be totally um, based on emotions. And when we're basing what happens on emotions, things get distorted. So, um, Psalm 52.3 says, You love evil more than good, falsehood more than speaking what is right la. Proverbs 8, 7 For my mouth will utter truth, and wickedness is an abomination to my lips. Ephesians four twenty five. Therefore, laying aside falsehood, speak truth, each one of you, with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. And that just means we're all brothers and sisters. We all share this planet. We all need to be um, speaking truth because anytime a lie comes into play, that is when the enemy can do work. He, he can't work with the truth. He can only help perpetuate the sin of a lie. Zechariah 8.16 says, These are the things which you should do. Speak the truth to one another. Judge with truth and judgment for peace in your gates proverbs twelve seventeen He who speaks truth tells what is right, but a false witness deceit john sixteen thirteen but when he the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth for he will not speak of his own initiative but whatever he hears he will speak and he will disclose to you what is to come and and for me personally this verse means when i have nothing but the truth in my life when i when i'm tempted to lie in retaliation but i refuse to succumb to that temptation and when i have my bible open and red all the time when i speak out the truth when i am tempted to lie but i don't i refuse to or when i am um just saturating myself in in god's truth that is when the lord speaks that is when the the holy spirit will show me the things to come and that's another reason to make sure that you are Living out truth and speaking out truth and walking out truth, because when you have deception and malice and lies in your heart, it comes out of your mouth, and it that those spirits of lies and deception and deceit, when it has root in your spiritual soul and your being in your in your mind in your heart and your soul. That separates you from God. So you're not going to be able to hear from God if you have that junk in your heart and mind and soul. So um, it's a good time to assess your own life right now, you guys. Is Ask yourself, do I have bitterness? Do I have anger? Do I have deception? Um, do I have lies in my heart and in my mind? Is that why I'm not hearing from God right now? That could be what is separating you from hearing from the Lord um, romans nine one says "I am telling the truth in Christ, I am not lying, my conscience testifies with me in the Holy Spirit. Now this next one is one of my favorites, and this is um this when I read this for the first time it's what has helped me stay truthful my Christian walk and it's Proverbs twelve nineteen. it says truthful lips will be established forever but a lying tongue is only for a mov- moment excuse me now this is that uh, kind of a play on, on a worldly saying about how when you shatter trust It takes forever to be put back together. And even when you do glue the pieces back together, you can still see the cracks. And so when I read this proverb, it really hit home. I realized that, you know, I need to establish a truthful speech. I need to make sure that no matter what, I am telling the truth. Because like it says here if i if i tell the truth for you know 6 months but then i i lie and i get caught in that lie you know my trust my credibility is gone and <clears throat> and that's why it's so important to just tell the truth even when the question is not comfortable even when you know that the answer is not going to be what the other people want to hear you it's so important to tell the truth because then people will know that they can come to you and ask you a question and you will be real and honest with them when you tell the truth i've said this before in previous podcasts it it takes all the power out of Satan's hand that he would have had to twist those lies. And it puts the power in the Holy Spirit's hand. And the Holy Spirit will decide how it lands on the other person. And sometimes people don't like the truth. Um, like that one movie says, you can't handle the truth. But at least you're telling the truth. And and it's important to take your emotions out of things. And tell the basic truth, not the truth that is perpetuated, not our personal truths that are perpetuated simply from emotion and, and our tiny perspective, but the actual full blooded truth that is all encompassing and taking into consideration, um, all people involved, because if you can broaden your spectrum and, and, Take your emotions out of it. That will be a great s- service to all all parties involved. And it's taken me um, this whole last year to really learn that. Um, I did. I did learn that um, at first when I was in treatment. When I first read that um, that verse that I just gave you it was what is it? Proverbs Proverbs twelve nineteen. Um, and and I have applied it since first reading it back in May of 2017, and it, and it's never steered me wrong. Telling the truth will never steer you wrong. It's when you lie or twist or deceive that um, that things will get shaky and distorted. And shakiness and distortion is is not good unless you are playing music. <laughs> Okay, so uh, Psalm fifteen says, "He who walks with integrity and works righteousness and speaks truth in his heart and and that's what I've kind of tried to model my life after once I, I did get clean and I decided I was going to establish my my life in truth. God can work with that. God will bless that, God will honor that and and it's also very important. If you have um, kids in your life, to always tell the truth. Because if kids are hearing you lie or twist things around, guess what? Monkey see, monkey do. They're going to be doing the same thing. And um, it's, it's so important to make sure that you always, 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 always tell the truth. Um... First John 2, four, and this is going to challenge my fellow brothers in Christ, my Christian believers the one who says I have come to know him and does not keep his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in him so it's important to um, do what God's word says if you say that you're a Christian you must walk that out. Otherwise, it says right here that the truth of God's word and, and who Jesus is and salvation is not in him, which is us as believers. Hmm. John 3, 21. But he who practices the truth comes to the light So that his deeds may be manifested as been having wrought in God. And this means if you are truly remade in God. That you will practice truth. You will practice what the Bible says. You will walk it out and you will do your best to honor the Lord in this way. So that people will will see. When you're walking in the light. It's... It's apparent to the people around you. Well, most people, I guess. Um, <clears throat> Proverbs sixteen thirteen says, Righteous lips are the delight of kings, and he who speaks right is loved. Romans 3, 4. Rather let God be found true though every man be found a liar as it is written that you may be justified in your words and prevail when you are judged and you know everybody everybody in their life has told a lie i mean when you're when you're a kid and you don't want to get caught doing something you lie and sometimes kids tell the funniest lies you know i've i've seen um like, I can't remember if it was a little girl or a little boy, but a YouTube video where the mom is saying, did you eat those cookies? And the the little kid is just shaking their head. No. And they have their cheeks stuffed full of cookie and frosting all over their face. So, um, you know, we've, we've all done it. We've all done it, but it's so important to purpose in your heart. Like Daniel did in the, bible days to not do those things anymore to walk in the way of truth to speak truth to speak love to uproot things in your life that make you feel yucky that that permeate and make the people around you feel yucky too because if we're if we're angry and bitter and we're making everybody around us feel yucky and and then it it just Perpetuate sin, and then you know we're we're just the same as the people we're angry and bitter at. And I I praise God for showing me these things and giving me the the understanding of the Bible and and the um, new heart, the softer heart that He has given me, in order to weather through these things, in order to work through them um, through the lens of the Bible, and it. It changes everything, you guys. When you read the Bible on a daily basis God shows you you know, that it's not other people's fault that they feel that way they just don't know what God's word says and they don't know how to work through things and so, gosh, I'll say it again and again and again throughout this podcast. When we are ruled by our emotions, it perpetuates sin and Um, women especially get so emotional and they just I mean people in general but we get so emotional that our thinking and our judgment gets clouded and um, I see some men do that too but, but I see women do it a lot more often and it's so dangerous it's so dangerous it's half the reason that half the sin in this world goes on probably more than half actually which is why we must compare our emotions to the word of god and think why am i feeling this way what does the bible say about that what does god say about this so that we are not perpetuating that sin ourselves. Because when we get hit with somebody else's sin, with somebody else's anger or bitterness or lies, our knee-jerk human flesh reaction is to do it right back, right? And and the only reason that I was able to just hold my peace yesterday and and not fire back and not get angry is because I know what the Bible says and because I know that it's not their fault that they feel that way and it's not their fault that they're controlled by their emotions it's it's something I have to just keep walking my my straight line and keep my calm and my cool and and maybe witness to them about how God has has changed me and how, um, being led by the Lord keeps me from acting and reacting the way they do. Um, I don't, I don't think they believe that change is possible, that rehabilitation is possible, that, um, that we can become new creations like it says in in second chronicles 517 I'm sorry second corinthians 517 and and that's okay and um I don't know hopefully time will tell but I just want you guys to know that it is possible to walk this out and that and I want you to know how dangerous it is to have bitterness and anger in your heart because it says if you have hatred in your heart for your brother, that you are not of the Lord, and um, I mean that's dangerous. That means you're you're not headed to heaven. So just keep in mind that how you feel about people is ever changing because our emotions are ever changing and people are never going to be perfect and people are never going to behave the way we want them to and, but we are responsible for how we respond and how we feel and how we tend the garden of our heart are we letting those seeds of anger take root into bitterness and, and then what is what kind of fruit does that produce nothing good and life is too short that. And life is stressful enough. We don't need to add our own troubles to it by allowing anger and bitterness to take root in our, in our hearts. It's just, God says not to do it. It just feels yucky to do it. It affects other people in that yucky, smelly, garbage permeating way. And so I don't, I don't know who needs to hear this today, but um, I always need reminders about not allowing my emotions and satan to rule in my life and um so basically that's it for today guys just always tell the truth and remove satan's ability to control you by making sure that you have unrooted unearthed that root of bitterness and that you don't let anger take hold of your heart it doesn't do anybody good and and I don't know, I hate that yucky feeling, so just, if nothing else, at least you won't feel yucky and disturbed, so God bless you guys, have a, a beautifully blessed day, thank you again for returning, you guys are a blessing to me, and and I'm just so grateful that I'm able to work through my issues, and and hopefully touch somebody's life out there. I mean for for the good, for God's glory. And I don't know, it's just it's a blessing to be able to be used by the Lord in this way. So um thank you. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for your time. Please go spend some time in your Bible. Psalms is always a good place to start. Um, I also really love Ecclesiastes. My favorite books of the Bible are Isaiah, Hosea, I, um, Ecclesiastes, and Psalms. So also Proverbs. Proverbs is amazing. Anyway. Have a wonderful day, my white-hot Glorians. Thank you again for tuning in, and I will not see you next time, but you know what I mean. (laughs) Bye.